Hello, thank you so much for joining me for Give Him 15. The title of today's post is The World Seers Series Part 2. First, I apologize for the glitch yesterday, not having the post up in its video form until late morning. Two of my staff members are driving the RV, which we used to bring Cece home back to Texas. They're driving it back to Texas. She's been battling a severe case of vertigo, as most of you know, and could not fly home. They thought they'd be able to post the 15 while traveling, and they eventually did. But obviously, there was a bit of a glitch. If you missed the post because of this, you will want to look at or watch yesterday's on the 10th before looking at today's. And again, I apologize. Yesterday, I started discussing a dream given to my friend, Greg Hood. This is a very enlightening and important dream filled, filled with insight and revelation. Though I am taking it in segments, I'll post the entire dream at the end of today's post. I know some of you would like to see the entire dream in one sitting. And we may go just a little longer than the normal 15 minutes. Please indulge me. Review of yesterday. In the first part of the dream, a baseball team comprised of spiritual leaders in the church and representing the kingdom of God was playing in the World Seers series. This was the last game of the series, the eighth inning. We were winning, but the score was close, and we were very focused. Then the Holy Spirit initiated a change of strategy. For many more comments and details, please refer to yesterday's post. And the dream continues in this post. As it became our turn to bat in the eighth inning, Dutch shouted, Smith, lead us off. That's not the person's real name, by the way. Smith stepped from the dugout, but before making his way to home plate, I, Greg, said to him, the ball needs to be hit straight down the first baseline with great force. Your assignment is to remove the hindrance that's guarding first base. As Smith walked toward home plate, we could see he was wearing the number 5221 on his jersey. He stepped into the batter's box and the pitcher threw him a curveball. He hit it so hard down the first baseline that the first baseman could not see it coming. It struck him on the side of his neck and incapacitated him. Anger became very evident on the opposing team because now they had no first baseman. The umpire at first base held Smith on first and would not allow him to advance. The first base coach instructed Smith to watch the third base coach who would give the sign he needed 
to steal second. Coaching third base was the archangel Gabriel. My thoughts about this portion of the dream. The first batter for us, Smith, in the eighth inning was a very seasoned in real life, though I didn't give his real name. He is a very seasoned, wise pastor, teacher from a different stream of the church. As so many words from the Lord have indicated recently, this tells me we must have a movement of unity in the church with Holy Spirit bringing a great joining of forces. His jersey number, 5221, is the number of the Greek word in Strong's Concordance, meaning to meet or encounter. The Hebrew word matching this number in Strong's means to smite. Amazingly, these are all definitions of paga, the Hebrew word for intercession. The number on his jersey, the meaning of, of that number in both Hebrew and Greek, are also definitions of the Hebrew word paga, intercession. Paga has many shades of meaning, as I write in depth about in my book, intercessory prayer. One of its meanings to meet or encounter can be either a peaceful meeting between two parties or an encounter to engage one another in battle. Paga, intercession, can actually even mean to smite all meanings of this of the words with this number in Strong's. Meet, encounter, smite. There can be no doubt that God is saying the first thing, the first batter, the first baseman, the first thing we must do in this season is move in the authority of Christ in unity with one another and engage the spiritual forces of darkness through prayer. We've got to keep praying, folks. As the ecclesia, we must bind and loose, open and close, as we mentioned in yesterday's post, the new batting order, which we also mentioned in yesterday's post, involves operating in Christ's Melchizedek order of priesthood, which includes both priestly and kingly intercession. Priestly intercession is asking God to act. Kingly intercession is commanding for him. We must do both. If we do, we can handle any curveball, which is what the pitcher threw. We can handle any curveball, deception, unexpected actions that Satan throws at us, smite his spiritual forces with the power of God, and neutralize their plans and activities. Our enemies are not people. They are spiritual forces of darkness. Obviously, Satan uses individuals, but our focus and attack must be spiritual, not physical. Gabriel's help with instructions and timing 
indicates that if we do as instructed, God will give us angelic support. And now more of the dream. Dutch then said, Jones, you are up to bat. Again, not the person's real name. We need advancement. You know the pitch you're looking for. The guy in left field is expecting you to hit it high and long. Instead, hit it high and short into left field. He won't be able to adjust his position in time to catch the ball. Jones smiled with a big grin and said, This is what I was built for. I was born to give left field problems. We could see the number on his journey as he jersey as he walked to the batter's box. He was wearing the number 2388. Just before the pitcher released the ball, Gabriel gave Smith the sign to steal. He shot from first and stole second base. The first pitch to Jones landed just in front of home plate, yet the umpire called it a strike. Jones looked at Dutch, expecting him to challenge the call. Dutch came out of the dugout very quickly and headed toward the umpire with fire in his eyes. He pointed his finger at the umpire and, and declared, You will reverse this call and give back the strike. Do not, you do not have the authority to change the strike zone. The umpire reversed the call immediately. I could tell in the dream that it weakened his authority on the field when Dutch addressed him this way. Before stepping back into the batter's box, Jones looked at the pitcher and said, You don't have the nerve to throw me my pitch. You don't have the ability to cause me to miss it. Throw that cutter, and I'll hit it. You could see the anger and pride on the pitcher's face. He drew back and threw Jones his pitch, hard and fast. Jones hit it high and shallow into left field. The left fielder called it, baseball terminology meaning I will catch it, everybody else stay back, which stopped any of his other teammates from advancing toward the ball. As he ran forward for the ball, he was watching the spin Jones had put on it. This confused him and caused him to trip, missing the ball. When he fell, he dislocated both of his knees and could not stand back up. Jones easily made it to first base. Smith stayed at second. My thoughts. Jones, the second batter, is a respected prophetic teacher in the body of Christ, a man whom I know well. He also has great insights regarding business and government. His jersey number in the dream, 2388, is the number of a Hebrew word in Strong's Concordance, meaning to grow strong or strengthen. The body of Christ has grown much stronger in the last few, the last several years. We are stronger in worship and prayer. We understand our authority as Christ's ecclesia, and we have had all five of his ministry gifts and anointings 
restored to us. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Ephesians 4, 11 and 12. There is much more unity among the various streams, even crossing national borders. And this is growing, and I could say more. We are now ready for the next great move of God. We are ready to win, not just play the game. Remember in the dream, he said, I was born for this. We are ready to win, not just play the game. The umpires were compromised. I believe this is referring to some in the judicial system of America, which often compares itself to umpires. In baseball, umpires don't make the rules. They simply enforce them, calling balls and strikes, etc., which the league authorities have determined are appropriate. Many judges have used this analogy, including Justice John Roberts, during his Supreme Court nomination process. Obviously, in America, many judges have become ideologues, propagating their ideals and beliefs. They will admit, never admit to doing so, but many of them legislate from the bench. In this dream, they had sided with the other team and were trying to hinder the ecclesia from winning. We challenged them and demanded they not change the strike zone. We also demanded that they change their ruling. Could this be a reference to Roe versus Wade? It is very telling that when we stood and decreed this, their authority weakened and they reversed the call. And finally, the left fielder became disoriented, fell, dislocated his knees. I believe this refers to the fact that God is bringing confusion to the forces in our nation that oppose him. The socialists, atheists, antichrist forces, evil agendas, and in general, those who do not want God's influence and ways. Dislocated knees symbolize weakness and the inability to run. God is about to arise and deal with his enemies. I'm not speaking of God hurting people. He loves all people, as we do, including unbelievers, and many will be saved. I'm referring to the forces of darkness that oppose him, including some individuals who have aligned themselves with evil. Even those individuals, however, can experience his love and mercy if their hearts change. God loves them all. Let's pray. Father, you have done much over the last several years to strengthen the church. We have grown in understanding, worship, prayer, and our ability to represent you. Please help us to now rise up and demonstrate this. Bring a greater spirit of unity to us that we might stand together and represent you as one body. 
We pray that we would face the current challenge before us with boldness and courage. We pray that the prayer movement would lay hold of our assignment to meet the powers of darkness, pushing them back, smiting them, forbidding them from taking this nation and delaying your great harvest. We were born for such a time as this. May we, like Esther, rise and fulfill our destiny. We exercise our authority and decree over the courts of America. You will not succeed in any attempts to legislate against the purposes of God and his ways. You will not change America. You will not change the strike zone. And you must reverse Roe versus Wade. We decree this and ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Our decree. We decree that we are a church the gates of hell cannot prevail against. Amen. So be it. Thank you for joining me. We will look at more of this dream tomorrow. And by the way, I have included the entire dream at the end for those of you that want to read ahead and pray into it on your own. I'll see you tomorrow.